This episode of 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray does contain adult content. Hey everybody, welcome to 90 Day Fiancé Cray Cray. I'm Kim and I've been watching this dumpster fire since season one. And I'm Kyle and I welcome all of you to our family. <laughs> hey Kyle, I have a magic trick. Do you want to see it? What kind of magic? I'm just going to burn some shit. What kind of... On your skin? You're going to write some stuff down, and then we're going to burn that shit, and then I'm going to guess what you wrote down. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> Huge episodes this week. We had the HEA season four finale. It was so Woo-hoo! fun. Woo-hoo! So much weird shit happened. And then we had an incredible episode of The Other Way. It was magical. It goes by so fast. So fast, right? Yeah. It's incredible. We're going to talk about all of it. Um, I even have some evidence. Do you see what I'm looking at right now? Four pages of notes? No, I'm looking at your word art mug. Oh, my my (laughs) aunt gave that to me. No excuses. It says Portuguese water dog dad. (laughs) Oh, my God. Which makes it even worse. Cause Fucking like, busted right now. It's so bad. She she gives me shit like this for Christmas. Busted. I, I don't know if I can ever forgive you. Well, you will have to because we have to do this podcast. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Moving on. We're going to open up with a very brief, we are not TLC email. And this is from okay. a Canadian. I've never seen a Canadian angry, so I was quite alarmed. Have enjoyed 90 Day Fiance for some months, but am fed up that 48 minutes into the show, we're still seeing reruns from last week. That's appalling and inappropriate. This is supposed to be a new program. Wow. Yeah, you're clearly watching the first look and then like watching it again in the next episode. I can't help you, lady. <laughs> I I don't disagree with her uh, that no, it's annoying. Nope. But we're not... TLC. Nope, we're not. Can't do anything for you. <laughs> yeah. Except complain about it with you. Sorry, not sorry. All right, we have two quick pieces of evidence, and then we're going to go into our thoughts about Happily Ever After finale. Just glad okay. it's over. Mainly. What are, what's our evidence? Our evidence is Aladdin took to social media to defend his wife this week. Oh, he, he uh, gets a little fired up. He gets a little John Waltersy. I liked it. Yeah, I can't I can't read Aladdin's messages in some kind of like Middle Eastern accent. That's not going to be appropriate. Crossing the line. Yeah, maybe I can read Aladdin's messages in John voice, though. Oh, do you want to try it? I have it right here. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right. Here, let me hand that over. All right. um, Do you see it? Yeah. Listen, Lord H. This is the woman that I fell in love with. You can put a doll you want. But it's just a reflection of who you are, nasty. She is my wife, and she is my wife. That was really Australian, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't matter her age, or it doesn't matter her weight. She's the one I love, get over already. Be nice and respectful. True beauty is within. Not in your nasty remarks about my wife. Peace and love. It literally sounds like something John Walters would write when you read it that way. It's more like recent John Walters. 
You yeah. Know what I mean? He's a little bit more tame. A little bit more, a little bit more trying to like end on a message of positivity. Yeah. You know? So yeah. for those of you who couldn't understand that, <laughs> Aladdin said, listen, ladies, this is the woman I fell in love with. Yada, yada. She's my wife. Her age and weight don't matter. She's the one I love. Don't be nasty bitches is basically what he says. And I, I saw a couple other comments that were very much more direct and pissed off. I tried to delete out. I try to police my comments on Instagram, but I just haven't had time the past couple of days because work has been intense. But um, yeah, lots of people like people are just mean. They're like, oh, you know, commenting on her weight and her age. I'm like, this is in inappropriate. I was talking about Aladdin. That was tame compared to some of the other stuff he was saying. Oh, yeah. possibly. Yes. Yeah. The other piece of evidence, as much as I hate to talk about this person, we're going to, and you know you fuckers want it because you keep uh, talking about her too. No. Ashley took to Instagram to claim that the meds she was on during this episode after her like kidney failure, her lupus attack, affected her decisions that were shown in the episode. Okay. I don't really have anything else to say about it. We'll let you think what you think, yeah. each individual <laughs> listener. You be the judge. Did you see the latest piece of Ev- Ashley evidence? She's still fighting with Poochie. Uh, I, I saw that Poochie was posting more stuff, but it just seems like the same like vagina smelling um, accusations. <laughs> and I didn't really like know what to think or it, it, it's real gross. The, the thing that she just posted really recently doesn't really make any sense. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but essentially Ashley it's like a photo of Ashley texting Poochie. Yes. And it's I like, do I not... was thinking about taking Jay's plea deal tomorrow. So maybe he could stay and get it together. But I see you keep running your big mouth with lies. Let your brother know this is you and his stripper's fault. Why I won't accept the deal. It just sounds like something nobody would ever like the, the way that she says this, first of all, I don't know what plea deal she's talking about. I assume that she has like criminal charges pending against her for throwing the fire extinguisher through Jay's window. <laughs> and there's some kind of plea deal that she can take. But why would it fuck over Jay for her to plead not guilty? I don't I don't know. I I have an issue with people releasing like personal text messages back and forth because about a, pending legal matters well, you fucking moron first of all don't do that and then secondly like they're so easy to fake yeah it just like there's so many apps that you can like just build fake text message sure. threads with and it's and ashley it's do you think that poochie would do that because she's the one that posted it mm, i you know i love my girl poochie because she's a beautiful but angel she's a little cray she's a little cray but she's got she's got a little cray not yeah. gonna lie. And and honestly, in this whole shit storm, I don't know who to believe anymore. I know. I really don't. And so it's it's just hard for me to take any sides. I'm team no one. I, I have always been team no one. I think all these people are nasty, but Poochie, you're a beautiful angel, and I would make out with you if you tried. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Should we talk happily ever after? What were your high level thoughts? Well, I'm very glad it's over. Oh, um, me too, but this was a good episode. The the Norman Bates shit, wow, uh, real uh, off putting. Just in general, it was. I I was glued to the television when he like Cersei Lannister style had, you know, they had their 
They're like hands around each other's faces. I thought the ceiling was about to collapse because of a dragon. I know. (laughs) It was very reminiscent of the Game of Thrones finale. Like I have to say. Super strange. Penultimate Um, finale. Can't care at all about Ashley. Just don't. No, no sympathy. Yeah. Like really, you're going to pull the divorce. The POW stuff. So infuriating to watch. Can't do it. Whatever happened to what's his face? Oh, Miguel? Uh, Juan. Juan? I'm fucking so glad that he's not. They like this. literally brought him in for like three minutes and then he like peaced out and never came back. Because they have no real drama. What do you, what, uh, how much do you want to bet that they're going to bring him on the tell all just to fuck with Roos? <clears throat> I really hope so. He's I, totally faking it. This is it's a fake storyline. Do you think that Russ is faking anger or they are no, Juan is I, scripted? I think Pow and Juan are in on the joke with the producers and Roos isn't. Yeah. Which I is, just can't. It's kind of funny, but I hate him so much. What? And you I, hate Roos? Why? He's no, like no, an no. innocent bystander. No, Oh, Juan. I hate Juan so much and I hate Pow for putting Russ through that horseshit that it's it's almost unwatchable for me, him. That was the, that was maybe one of the cringiest parts of this entire season. I'd rather watch Colty and Deb hug than watch Juan. Who do you hate more, Pow or Andre? Oh, Pow. Really? Maybe <laughs> as a female, I just like my rage for Andre. Yeah. Is so strong. They're both just awful, awful people. Um, can, can we launch into Andre first? Okay. Can we just like launch straight into it? Okay. Um, we'll, we're going to talk about Andre just after a quick word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. And now I want to take a moment to talk about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. This is a really great sponsor because many of us, dare I say, most of us could really benefit from counseling, but it can be so overwhelming to find a counselor in your area, schedule an appointment weeks in advance, and then show up in person when we're all just so busy. BetterHelp offers affordable, convenient counseling via text, chat, phone, or video. You can talk with licensed professional counselors who specialize in issues like depression, relationships, trauma, anger, family conflicts, and much more. Relationship and family conflicts? Did you hear that, Larissa? Colt? Ashley? Family Chantel? They could all benefit from this service. Connect with your professional counselor in a safe environment and communicate however it's easiest for you by text, video, chat, or phone. Anything you share is obviously confidential and secure. BetterHelp allows you to get help at your own time and at your own pace. You can start communicating in under 24 hours with BetterHelp. I personally found the whole counseling thing to be a little intimidating. And when I did need someone to talk to, it took forever to schedule an appointment. BetterHelp made it easy for me because I was able to make an appointment so quickly and I didn't have to drive anywhere. I'm just going to throw it out there. It's totally possible to sit in your car during your lunch break at work and do a therapy session on the phone or by video chat if your Wi-Fi reaches that far. BetterHelp is a truly affordable option. And for 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray listeners, you can get 10% off your first month with discount code Cray Cray. No, the irony with the promo code is not lost on us. Go to betterhelp.com slash cray cray. 
fill out a quick questionnaire and help it helps them assess your need and get you matched with a counselor that you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash cray cray. I'm so excited about the sponsor because I honestly believe that everyone can benefit from counseling and this makes it that much more accessible for everyone. Definitely some of the cast members on this show, and I'm serious about this, should take advantage of BetterHelp. Go to betterhelp.com slash cray cray and use promo code cray cray to get 10% off your first month today. All right, let's do it. Andre. You didn't order the car seat on time and we had to use some piece of cardboard from the hospital. Um, this is totally on Andre. He was the one that like wouldn't let her probably order a car seat because he probably monitors each individual dime that she spends, even though it's her money or really, let's face it, it's Chuck's money. But Andre thinks that as the man, he's the one that controls all of it. You know how long it would have taken for Andre to leave the hospital for 30, I just said it, 30 fucking minutes to go to Walmart and get any car seat while her sisters were there to hang out with her. He, yeah. Why didn't he just, he hates her sisters. Why didn't he just leave during then to get a fucking car seat? I have an seat? errand. I have an excuse that I have to go. He could have just told her, I need to get, hey babe, I will go get the car seat. Um, it doesn't even have a what son? It's nighttime. Okay, for for this drive, Andre, it is nighttime. Thank you, Andre, for, for, for thank letting you. me know. Thank you for letting us know. I couldn't quite tell if it was like dusk. Uh, okay, I have two questions. I Why? know how to drive better than you. I don't need instructions. <laughs> what a fucking douche. I hate him so much. Um, what she if- just pushed a fucking ham that looks exactly like you out of her <laughs> vagina. Can you just give her like one day of not being a dick? Apparently not. Also, why was it Moldovan father-in-law in the hospital? He's just know. been chilling at their apartment for two days. Apparently, I'm worried Andre about him. never left the hospital, I guess, to go get him. It's very strange. He probably wouldn't be able to find it by himself. No, that's what I'm saying. They left him unsupervised for two whole days in America. Like, what was he doing? Eating cereal. I don't know. I feel bad for him. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's just like, maybe that's like Moldovan life is just boring and he's He's probably surfing the 1300 channels that Chuck pays for and just, you know, staring in wonderment at the joys of American life in Florida. Well, Libby's hoping that Andre's going to change now that the baby's been born. Well, yeah, that's 100% going to happen. Which is always what happens, right? You you get married and they yeah. change, and then you have a kid and they change, right? It's He's definitely going to change given how involved he's going to be in parenting. <laughs> Can we talk about this? Wait, very quick interlude. Moldovan father with this baby was the cutest thing I have ever seen. Super sweet. I've prayed for her. She's a beautiful angel. It's just like so sweet. Libby hands the baby over immediately. Pal, take note. Take fucking note. Here, take him. And yeah, there used to be two of you and now there are three. Can she cry? She looks so calm in my hands. I prayed she'd be healthy. Love that man. Very calming. Very soothing. Did you know kids are expensive? Andre does because I know how to do math. (laughs) Chuck comes over, doesn't need an invitation per Libby. Okay, so we have to talk about Andre's parenting um, ideas. What does he think about diapers, Kyle? No di- no diapers. What does he think about waking up in the middle of the night to tend to the child? Not my responsibility. What does he think about paying for the Moldovan wedding? $15,000. 
You work for it. <laughs> I do handyman. I fix doorknob. <laughs> I'm just confused about what Andre is going to be doing to actually contribute to the family. Craigslist. <laughs> do you think he even walks the freaking dog? Like, do you think he even walks the dog? Does he too take- hot? <laughs> I throw <a> tennis ball. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> I just. How does he think he doesn't have to wake up to? How does he think that Chuck didn't ever wake up when he was raising his kids? I think he's the type of asshole when the baby cries, he's going to get mad at Libby for the baby crying. Yes, you're totally right. And yell at her to go take care of it. And just, it's going to be super delightful for her. So, I mean, Libby's not some wilting flower, right? She's not. Is she going to... Is she going to, but is she going to make him change diapers? Because I know as much as people will not admit it, I have friends who their husbands do not change diapers. My dad never did. No, neither did mine. I hate to say that, but he told me one time, he was like, I don't think I did. Well, my dad was super proud of it. Oh, really? Yeah. I never changed a diaper, you know? It was a point of manly pride for him or something. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just saying that even to date... Is it? Because even like this day and age, I know, I know I have friends, their husbands have never changed a diaper. Sure. But it's gotta be like way less common. It's just sure. like way less socially acceptable. I agree. It's not socially acceptable and they're perhaps not like talking about it or bragging about it, but it's still true. So do you think he's going to get away with this? Yes. I think gets, so too. He gets away with pretty much everything. Even, I mean, she will give him, you know, she'll put on a stiff upper lip and give him the business about it. But I just don't see him, you know, wrist deep and poopy. I don't see him wiping the vagina. Do you think he would like rather have his baby suffer like in a... Like have a full diaper? Right. Then like and wait for her. Like let's say Libby has to leave for five hours one day because she's the only one working in this freaking family. He'll call like one of her sisters to come over or something. Oh my gosh. It's so maddening. What did you think about his like the rest of his conversation the, with Chuck? Like, he'd probably put the shitty baby diaper in the car and drive it <laughs> to her mom's house to have her change it. So when Chuck, so conveniently Libby leaves to change the diaper and Chuck's asking Andre like, okay, you have a family now. What's your plan? And it takes like 30 minutes to change that diaper. Apparently. (laughs) I know. Right. What did he's saying? I'm going to work double. Double what? (laughs) Double of 0.5 is one. Great. You made Point five is gracious. I was going to say point one. You worked one hour a week. Congratulations. I mean, but seriously, and I love that he like follows it up with, he's always saying, don't get into my business. Oh, but Chuck, you, you make sure you give Libby her maternity leave. I'm like, okay, that's basically like gifting her money. It is. Well, Kim, don't, you know. Don't poo-poo the idea of maternity leave to our listeners. I'm You're going to get a lot I'm of... Saint. You just You just signed yourself up for a whole lot of hate mail. Hell no. No, I'm <laughs> sh- absolutely she deserves maternity leave, but there are tons of hourly workers in this country that work part-time that have absolutely no access to maternity leave. So I'm saying it is not normal. Yeah. And if that weren't her father, you bet that she probably wouldn't be getting it. I don't feel like a property management company typically has maternity leave unless you're not like paid. a multi and since you're like a national company. Part-time work? There's of no course. Write me if you hate I mean, tell me if you're a part-time worker and you got paid maternity 
maternity leave. I'm just saying it's, I'm not saying she doesn't deserve it. I'm saying it's not likely that she would get it if that weren't her father. I agree. Yeah. Now (sighs) we have to address the last subject of the Moldovan wedding. This was mind numbing. Everyone online that has ever lived in Moldova was chiming in about this saying that $15,000 in Moldova is an insanely extravagant wedding. Moldova is the poorest country in Europe. And basically people were saying online, talking about this, that $15,000 is essentially Andre trying to come back to his country and show that he's a big American man and throwing around cash because you could have that, you could have an insanely extravagant wedding in Moldova for like three what is his problem? Where does he think this money is coming he from? He wants to show that he's a big man to his friends and family. But where does the money come from? I don't fucking... The only thing I can think is Matt Sharp. But okay, let's do the math. Two thousand. Let's say they make $2,000 an episode. Let's be generous. 10 episodes. Let's say they make twenty grand after taxes. They're looking at about twelve dollars to $14,000. Still not fifteen. Wouldn't you rather spend that money on your daughter and her college fund than like you showing off to your freaking distant Moldovan relatives? Whatever. The daughter's going to work for Chuck. (laughs) Don't worry about... You know Chuck's already got that shit set up. He's like, her college is covered. Don't Don't worry worry about it. Don't worry about her. I think the baby will be fine as long as Andre changes the diaper once in a while. Here's here's the thing. Do you think Chuck's really going to cut him off? Because he says sink or swim. Um... I think that there's a line that he's like kind of stepping back from. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that he will disengage. But if it's like literally a choice between them not eating, then of course he's going to give them money. I agree. Do you think there's ever going to come a point where Libby will leave him? Because like at this point, Andre, no. I'm sorry, he is dead weight. Like he's not contribute. If he's not going to help parent, he's not going to help earn money. He's he's just creating havoc with her family. Like, what does he actually do that makes her life better? Don't terrorize me with your expectations. He literally does nothing to make her life better. He just needs rest, okay? <laughs> he is like our friend Matt he from Love After Lockup. He just got here from Moldova, all right? That must be some good D is all I'm saying, because I cannot Whoa. think of another freaking reason why the man, why she keeps him around. It's like four-year dickmatization. Happening useless. Here. I'm yeah. sure there's other less useless men that are just as good. In the I, tell all, he looks like he has a Lego haircut. He's like a plastic little bowl on his head. I shiver when I look at him. He's so gross to me just because I dislike him so much. <laughs> I don't like him. Okay. Should we move on? Yeah, we have to, we have to talk about Colton, um, Debbie Colton lover, Deb. Let's do it. Where do we start? He's sitting there drunk on the couch from his binge drinking beforehand. He looks distraught. Yeah. I think he just misses Mama Deb. He's worried about her feelings right now. I mean, Larissa's words, though, go fuck Debbie. Little piggy, dirty dirty piggy. You dirty piggy. Oh, that is, you can't come back from that. You say something like that to your significant other, it's done. Like, you can never resolve that. Fat loser with your mother. (sighs) Go fuck her. (laughs) This is what I want to know. What the hell is on top of the slot machine? Because it looks like a collection of super creepy stuffed animals. And I just, 
it it's weird. I didn't get a clean look at it, but it looked like the bottom of like a little like jester, like elf, stuffed, like a jester, yeah. or like an elf, or a, maybe like a gnome. I feel a like a slot machine gnome. I feel like Debbie just put them on the top of the slot machine to like add insult to injury and just make Larissa no, even more I, livid. I completely agree. How can you make a slot machine uglier? Put a big sparkly, crazy looking gnome on top of it. Just lovely design. <laughs> Debbie should have her own fucking HGTV show. I hate when Cole is like, I'm gonna divorce you. I'm like, I don't know if this sounds fake or like you've just rehearsed it too much, but it really struck a nerve with me. It was gross. I It was clearly to hold it over her head, implying that you're going to get deported. Oh, totally. Yeah. And then Larissa just mic drops, go fuck Teb. And <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Well, sad music starts playing and then we find that Larissa was arrested again. So we're going to get into this more and extended yeah. because there's a lot of context here that was actually not shown in the show. I, I am glad that they didn't show it yeah. in the show because it was so violent it's, and bloody on social media when this actually was. happened. And they didn't show any of that. No. Which, I mean, it doesn't make Larissa look better. Or they didn't anything. even show the bloody pictures of her face and stuff, though. Yeah. It, if anything, it makes Larissa look worse. But I fucking hate... Okay, one thing, one piece of information that I don't think that we knew was that it was Debbie that called the police on the third incident. Correct. We did not know that. And why do these fucking people call the cops all the time? I've, how many times have you, I've called the cops once. I've called the cops, I think, Maybe once or twice. twice. Yeah. Yeah, for like an ongoing violent serious problem like a or domestic like, dispute that i literally thought was happening where like bottles were being thrown in like, my neighbor's house and stuff listen sometimes shit goes down in la and you, you do you do have to call the cops uh, or i witnessed like a bad car accident you call 911 yes, absolutely you get fucking you call someone out for there. that but do you think based on what we saw on social media not based on the show that Debbie calling the cops was justified given that she did like attack him and then attack herself, putting it mildly. I, it's so impossible to know. It's hard to I tell. I don't even want to speculate. The, I mean, the thing that's crazy is like based just based on the show. If you don't remember this, cause it happened six months ago, just based on the show, it's absurd that Debbie called the cops. It is. Yeah. But based on the social media stuff, that makes it a little more tricky. And we'll get into that. Yeah, extended. totally. Um, this I scene, hate though. I hate Colt talking about like complaining about how Larissa consumed all his money. He paid for her basic fucking needs. He's counting the dollars that like these shirts, $10 there. What the fuck? She made you money, Colt. You think yeah. he would be on this show if it weren't for her? Do you think Give you would have break. your like hot Brazilian girlfriend from Chicago now if Larissa hadn't come into your life? Come on. We dude. can estimate at a minimum they made $25,000 of sweet, sweet Matt Sharp money. You think he would have made a dime of that without Larissa? And do you think she even spent that much? There's no freaking a, way. He had no a strip, way. He had a strip club divorce party in his honor. Exactly. That was He's because of Larissa. A hundred percent. You would be nobody without her, even though I'm not excusing Larissa's actions. Like she said some mean shit and like 
who knows what actually happens these three times that she was arrested. Like maybe, you know, there's a possibility that she was violent. I know she left her kids in Brazil and people get really freaking upset about that. She, she wanted to take everything I am and kill it. <laughs> I just dislike Colt and Debbie Moore <laughs> for some justified yeah. or not. It's trash TV. And that's my opinion. That's how I feel too. <laughs> you know, if, if Larissa wanted to take everything that you are and kill it, she was probably doing you a fucking favor. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. didn't just, I mean, do you have anything else to say about like this Cersei and Jamie Lannister shit? Mama, mama, look at me, mom. I'm your son. I love you. He wipes her tears with his fingers. Be, he has never shown no. this much affection to Larissa. Totally agree. Not even close. Yeah. I don't even know what to say about it. It's so disturbing and weird. There were so many good memes. <laughs> um, Do you think that his like righteous indignation near the end. She will not get that green card. Do you think that was fake? Yeah. Or, I, no, I don't. I don't think rehearsed. Debbie can be produced. No, I mean, that was Colt. I oh. will testify against her. I will make her found guilty. Why does he care if she gets her green card? I don't know if this was rehearsed. I think he genuinely feels this way, but I wonder if it was rehearsed or, you know, he's just being a dick. He seriously thinks that like the $20 her running out after he spent $20 on a dress means that she's the most evil person ever. Yeah, she's pretty mean. But I don't think it's unjustified. You fucking suck. Mm-hmm. You're gaslighting like emotional abuser and she's a physical abuser. So you go well together. Yeah. Anything else on these two? No, it was horrible. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about it later. Yeah. So Kyle, I have another uh, question for you. When are you going to have babies? I've already had all my babies. Oh, yeah. They're done. Well, that's my favorite question that everyone asks me (laughs) since I got married a few short years ago. Obviously, when you went to start a family is a completely personal decision, but the whole family planning thing is kind of really hard to navigate. I mean, we see celebrities on TV having babies well until their 40s, but how long do you actually have? What's your ovarian reserve and what does it look like? You can look up stats online, but every woman's body is different. I went to the doctor last year with this very question. When should I start thinking about pregnancy? The first doctor told me not to worry. I was young after all. And then the second doctor I went with agreed to test my ovarian reserve, but it was going to cost like $2,000 and my insurance did not cover it. Ladies, this is not unusual. The whole thing was also so freaking confusing. I was like, what the hell? Why don't women have better options than this? It's kind of ridiculous. Enter modern fertility. This is a super simple at home hormone fertility test that costs $159 and hold tight. I will give you a $20 off coupon in a second. And you can even pay for it with your FSA or your HSA. If you have one, meaning you could potentially pay absolutely nothing out of pocket. This test will give you so many insights into your ovarian reserve, how many eggs you might collect if you decide to freeze, what age you might hit menopause, and just a ton of insight in general into your hormone and fertility health. So let me walk you through the test because it's not scary at all. There's no needles or anything. You just have to prick your finger and drop some blood on a card that Modern Fertility provides in the test. The whole process took me about 10 minutes, and then you send it off, and you get some super awesome insights online. Also, Modern Fertility tests are conducted in CLIA certified labs by Modern Fertility's team of physicians and clinical advisors that lead some of the nation's top fertility clinics. These are legit doctors, guys, not like Lita. 
You might think you're too young to start thinking about if you want to start a family, but I'm telling you this test will give you a huge peace of mind. You'll have all the information available about your body and what your options actually are. I mean, look, I spent the entire decade of my 20s trying to prevent pregnancy. And now I think that women just need help to actually plan for pregnancy, even if kids are far in the future. The test is $159 and you can get $20 off when you visit modernfertility.com slash cray cray and take modern fertility's super fun quiz. This is great for women of all ages, ladies. That's modernfertility.com slash cray cray to take the fertility quiz and get $20 off the test. The fertility quiz is fun. It's super quick. I promise that's modernfertility.com slash cray cray. I'll also have a link to this in the show notes if you're driving. I'm telling you, getting this information is so liberating. I really highly recommend this product. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. What do you think about Corey and Evelyn? Yeah. I this think was hilarious. It was really funny. However, I again, this beginning little scene with grandma, like saying, hello, son, They've met like 12 fucking times. Oh my times. God, I know. He's been there five or six times, I feel like, mm-hmm. over and over again. Four Hola, months at a time. Abuela. He's making it seem like this is all such a shock to him. And I just I have a hard time buying it. Now, the chicken scene, I think that was funny because Evelyn is trying to show him what life is really like. Now, you have not been to Ingabao, but you've been to lots of small towns in South America I assume there are plenty of places where you can't get packaged, like plastic packaged no, chicken. No, nowhere. Of course. And even if you could, why would doing you prefer this, that? Like going to get a chicken in this manner is way cheaper, probably. He handed her, I counted, I think he handed her like 550 This is the funniest thing is like there are so many people like bougie people in the U.S. that would pay so much money to have this type of meat buying experience where it's like free range organic meat. They're just running around like literally like people pay a lot of money to like absolutely get this kind of meat. And I just think it's hilarious that Corey wants it in the plastic. I can't tell if he's if that's contrived or if he legit. Like, you don't want to eat a chicken that you watch die? What's your problem? He doesn't even have to watch it die. No. Why did he, why did he why feel like Why is it messed he, up? That's what. That's where your fucking meat comes from, dude. It's, he's an idiot. It's, it's, I, I can't tell if he's faking it's, that. It's really asinine. And if it's true, like, I also don't understand because he grew up in the middle of the fucking woods. Oh, yeah. You're telling like, me that out on. on, like, the creepy Mormon farm that they don't, like, murder sure animals? Come on. he's been hunting and fishing with his dad in the woods and shit. You're telling me that he never participated in any of that in the middle of the fucking hillbilly woods in Washington? I shouldn't have said murder animals. That's a little harsh. But I just mean that, like, they seem like the kind of people that maybe live off the grid a little bit. And they, like, yeah. you haven't killed... Even my mother, like, that grew up on in a rural area like she's snapped some chickens heads necks before it's not that crazy what how what what else did you do until like 70 years ago i don't know that's how it was done yeah for sure i don't know it's ridiculous i just thought it was really weird i don't understand why a chicken in plastic is better i mean maybe because you don't have to associate it with the actual animal but if you don't want to do that then you shouldn't eat meat the vendor called him that's called him privileged out really well like he has I had such a privileged vendor. life 
he does have to adapt to life there. What do you think that Evelyn is going to tolerate him not wanting to go get dinner because he's squeamish about chickens? Of course not. (laughs) The best part was when the chicken vendor was like, I think men here are braver than Corey. (laughs) And then I just just remember like Corey licking the carpet in the doctor's office when he got the (laughs) shot. So true. I mean, I guess the only other thing I have to say about this is that I think that this is frauding on his part because if you go to like a general food market anywhere in Latin America, Mexico, Central America, South America, anywhere besides perhaps like Chile and parts of Argentina, you walk through the meat section and like, it's just animals hanging out to dry everywhere. So like you're telling me you haven't been to a food market in Ecuador in the years you've been dating Evelyn and the months that you, at a time that you've spent there, you've never gone to like buy a piece of fish or buy a freaking piece of bacon or something. Give me a break. Totally agree. You've seen this. Yeah. Um, the family dinner was the best. I, I laughed really hard. I laughed so hard, Kyle. (laughs) I loved this so very much. I loved it. I like that the entire family knew the problem with their relationship. Like Corey is like marrying her is the plan. The problem is Evelyn and everyone laughed because they know exactly what he's talking about. Corey's Spanish. It's pretty bad. Yo, yo soy gringo. Uh, yeah. see, uh, boy, the Mexico, Evelyn, uh, more, see, Largo, tiempo, dating. He's, He's like mixing up. His Spanish is about as good as mine, and I haven't spoke Spanish actively since I was in high school. He doesn't even understand basic questions like, "How was your trip?" He's like. Oh, tiempo is bueno. Like the beautiful weather. I'm like, he asked you how like your flight was. Like I just, he just doesn't understand basic questions. It's incredible. For being around Ecuador for five years. Five years. Evelyn should cut him off. I don't understand why anyone would ever think doing a magic trick (laughs) would ingratiate themselves to a family much less uh, a family that doesn't even speak the same language as you, that's already suspicious of you, that already thinks you're a fucking nerd. Why would a magic trick make them think any better of you? This is my problem with this. Why didn't Evelyn stop him? Because Evelyn is sitting there like calling everybody, gather round. I think Corey's going to do a magic trick. Fucking hysterical. And she's like, yeah. And and maybe do him a solid Evelyn and be like, oh, you know, they, they might actually think this is black magic. The only thing that would have made it better if, is if he burned like 666 into his <laughs> wrist. I feel like if he wouldn't have done the burning... Yeah. It would have been totally fine. That's why I think she maybe egged him on about that. Because that's a very specific trick that clearly was a little bit disturbing to them. Do you think that she's like egging him on so that her family doesn't like him and that like then she can have an excuse to break up with him? I think that's totally possible. Um, Evelyn's hot. I'm sorry. I know that she gets a lot of hate online. I know people don't like her because they think she's leading Corey on but in Corey's cute too I think together they're a handsome couple I just I don't necessarily think she's trying to drive a wedge between them but I also think that she loves 
trolling him <laughs> and kind of like embarrassing him. I love her trolling him. It's great I, television. I think it's really funny and I really don't feel bad for him. I just don't. I don't either. Yeah. I feel like this if is the thing. If he wants to fucking, he's been to Ecuador five mm. times. If he really wants to move there, all of this shit that she's like kind of teasing him about, it's a little much. I wouldn't want to date Evelyn. No. Because it's just a little too hardcore. And I just don't see any like real affection there. But on paper, he has to get his shit together if he wants to live there. And totally stop walking agree. around with Pikachu face everywhere he goes. <laughs> Corey, I feel like too, like, I feel like Corey could get another Latina. My talk is snoring. Um, I feel like Ev- Corey could get another girlfriend pretty yeah. easily. He's one, he's cute. One that would put up with his, his shit a lot better too. And I mean, Evelyn, I think even admits this. She's like, there's lots of local girls that would love to find an American guy like Corey and would love yeah. to like go back to the United States with him. And he just, I feel like he wants what he can't have. I fucking love that the entire family just left. They just left yeah, the birthday party. Yeah, what was party. that all about? They were so offended and creeped out that they all just left. I thought it was great. So can I ask you, like, did did you read anything about this trick? Because I just, I no. mean. It's, it was pretty impressive, I think. I thought so too. I yeah. mean, you can tell Corey was like a total dorky kid that was into yeah. magic. I can say that because my husband was... I think into magic no. tricks at some point. Yeah, you would never guess, right? <laughs> um, but luckily he, you know, abandoned that interest at age, you know, probably 14. So I don't have him doing After crazy. After he hadn't had a girlfriend up until that point, he <laughs> exactly. stopped it. <laughs> he was like, maybe this is the problem. Uh, yeah, so thank God I don't have to deal with him me? doing that at parties. Is the problem me or is everyone else wrong? <laughs> pretty funny um i don't know i he I, shouldn't have burned the the thing the burning was the problem the burning i think if he would have just been like problem. pick a card in a car and i think they would have been like oh they thought he was a nerd but not like left the premises <laughs> yeah really messed up i know all right let's talk about Devin. i have so much to say about Devin. okay before we get into this episode there was a bonus scene from last episode. I get these like a week late because they released that more. When you look at your DVR and you see like 15 freaking episodes of this freaking show, there's one called more to love. That's has one extended scene and you have to sift through the entire freaking hour to find the one little morsel of goodness. But there's was a bonus scene from last week, which was Jihoon and Devin going out to eat just the two of them. And they said it's like on the second day that they were there. I'm assuming that the Korean parents are watching Drusilla. I don't know. It's on day two. But they go out on a date night. It's so awkward. Jihoon is like clanging his silverware like a child. They can barely communicate. And then he orders a scorpion. Which and I, in my head, I'm like, oh, shit. I think he ordered a scorpion bowl. Which is no. like a 70, which it was like kind of in between because a scorpion bowl, like a tiki restaurant is like a $75 drink for four people. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so when it brought out, it wasn't quite that big, but that was a gnarly drink and he is sucking it down. 
And he has like zero tolerance. Well, that's can, what they well, make it out to his, seem. Well, you can even see he has that gene that a lot of oh, Asian, yeah, he Asian gets people the Asian have. Flush. Which, yeah. By the end of the scene, he is like bright red. This is also, this is a real thing. This isn't like a stereotype that, you know, East Asian people get this, like they just turn red when they drink. It is a genetic, it's an actual gene that you can be tested for to see if you have Asian flush. And you will turn bright red with just a little bit of alcohol in your system. So yeah, anyway, it's a real eat, thing. Don't, don't, don't send me. DM email. me. <laughs> yeah. He, he's like, it's huge, this drink. And he is like automatically, you can tell he's getting super tipsy. Yeah. It was funny. And then she starts talking about marriage and that she wants a ring. And he's like, in Korea, it's not, it's not a thing. And she's like, yeah, well, you're going to get me one. Her exact question was, do you want to marry me because I'm like pregnant or is it because you really love me in your heart? And she has this like big, long question that she asks. And his response is too long because he just doesn't understand what she's asking at all. Use the app. And they have to like bring out the phone and do it pole style with the app. It was pretty funny. It was great. I just I thought that scene. I can't believe it got cut. How do you cut that scene? I can't believe they cut anything from Devin and Jihoon. They're the most entertaining, I think. Because going into like this week, they get like right off the bat, they get the Korean parents blessing. And I'm like, what the hell? They made this like it was going to be some really difficult thing to convince them. They're like six hours into the Vegas trip. And they're like, yeah, we get it's cool. You can get married. I'm like, well, that was fucking easy. All they had to do was take them on a $10 Vegas bus tour around the city. In the, I mean, thank God this wasn't the summer, but it still looks too hot. Even in even in the dead of winter with that sun blazing on you, it had to be like 85. I, I don't think it was. It was an unusually cold Vegas I, winter. Everyone said that. I don't believe it for a second. I don't know. My friend lives there. She said it was quite chilly. Whatever. Anyway. Can we talk a bit about this Drusilla situation? <laughs> I cannot... One diaper-soaked breakfast and she's sick. <laughs> I cannot believe that there, there there has to be a bonus scene in More to Love coming up where fucking Devin's crazy-ass mom comes. I We didn't see Devin's mom meet the parent, the, the Korean parents. I am so angry about this. I would pay $1,000 to get that footage. TLC, you like heard it, it here. It's got to be a made-up story or something. It's... How could you get Devin's mom in the same room as Korean parents and not show that shit on television? I think they literally locked her in a closet. <laughs> I think that they just like <laughs> bought a vault door and installed it and just like locked it and threw away the key. I, <laughs> I hope they showed they it in a, a bonus plate, They put a paper plate with eggs on it. I am going to comb through this freaking more to love episode coming out. It usually comes out, I think tomorrow I'm going to find it better freaking be her mom meeting the Korean parents. I mean, obviously Korean parents and Jihoon are entertaining enough, but I can watch them the entire episode, but having Drusilla there just makes this so hilarious and absurd. I'm kind of bummed out that she's back in Utah. Me too. I know I am bummed. So, I'm Can taking just, them on a bus to bond. It's my last chance to impress them. Why is it your last chance? Are they in America for three days? Why like, would why we have literally seen one singular scene with these people and now all of a sudden it's the last chance? Why? I mean, going on like a double decker bus tour is basically the equivalent of going to a movie in terms of the ability to like bond, right? 
they seem to be getting along. I have yeah, to say, they seem to be getting I, along. I'm not and, saying and, it's reasonable. I'm saying that's never, what it seems. Listen, I've been to Vegas probably 20 times, so I don't give a shit. But I'm sure they see this as pretty spectacular. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Vegas is quite a spectacle, especially if you've never been there. It is impressive. They love the bus. You know, they love the bus tour. They're taking lots of pictures. I love it when like Jihoon and Devin are sitting in the other and she's leaning her head on his shoulder and she's like, I love you. And he's like, I love you. And Korean father is just like in their faces taking pictures of them. And it's so funny. Devin looks like horribly sad and depressed and worried. And to be fair to her, she posted, I mean, I don't know if this is true, but she posted today that she had like, there was a death in her like f- friend or family circle and that's why she was sad when filming. You know what? Like, why do you have to fucking defend every little thing? Like, go away. Calm down <laughs> on social media. You just okay? don't like her. I well, don't know. She's, I, she's intolerable. Korean parents though, it doesn't even matter. I would. I, I agree. In I general, would endure seven still... hours of Devin for seven <laughs> minutes of Korean father because I love him. I put up. Is a, Vegas different from Korea? She's just trying to make conversation. Yeah, the pinnacle of interesting and fascinating human intercommunication. Vegas is different. <sighs> Do you like America? What? Well, why did he no, say? No, and then he said, well, he said. Kebab? What well, was the you kebab your, thing? He didn't like, she said, do you like the food? And they said they liked everything that they ate. I'm assuming excluding the diaper soaked eggs. Um, <laughs> except did, kebab. They when didn't did they like take the, them to kebab? We didn't get I want to see it. the I goddamn see scene. It. I want to see the scene where they go to kebab and Korean mother is like, this is fucking disgusting. They're like, this meat is cooked. We like the raw baking. Can we yeah. have more of that? <laughs> <laughs> Needs more trichinosis. I just, so I thought it was quite sweet though when Korean father was like, I think that you'll miss your family if you come to Korea. And at least I thought at first I was like, oh, he's trying to get her not to That's come. That's what I was saying. That's what I thought. <laughs> I, in my he, head, I'm like, he's saying, he's just screaming, don't go. You can't come because you're go. going to miss your family. But then he's like, Drusilla will make Korean friends. And yeah. I thought that was so sweet. Aww. And you know what though? I bet if Drusilla does go to Korea, she's going to be so popular. She, uh, <clears throat> she's going to be, she's going to be a standout kid. No, I'm just saying like as the only American in class, yeah. like she would probably be popular and she'll learn Korean like super fast. It'd be good. I don't know. I think it'd be when interesting she's very experience. young. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. I, I don't, I want, I wonder how it's going to be if she stays there all the way through like middle school or something. Oh, know? she'd be so popular. You think? Yeah. Okay. I don't I, know. I think so. So the scene that Devin brings food back to the family, I noticed something that I thought was fucking hilarious. Wait, Devin brings food back to the family? Yeah, because she gets like takeout for this conversation at the dinner table. Oh, this is when they're like getting the blessing? Yeah. Blessing received. Okay, go ahead. She got Black Bear Diner. Have you ever had Black Bear Diner? I don't know. Black Bear Diner is a kind of like Southwestern thing. It's not in California. Black Bear Diner is basically if you took a a Denny's, but multiplied the quantity of food times six and maybe increased the price like 25%. It is the most insane portions of, it's just like they serve meatloaf on a fucking boogie board. What? Not literally, but like it's yeah. The plates, I'm I shit you not. The plates are two feet 
kind of like a cutting board size of yes, like quote of unquote plate. The burgers are all minimum a pound. It's just hilarious that she got that of all things. She's trying to impress them, Kyle. It's her last chance to impress them. She has to impress them. It's amazing. That burger that she got looked fucking good, though. That's like a Western. It did look good. Type. That's pregnant. Well, they were impressed because they gave the blessing. That's they a gave preg. the blessing like it was no big deal. That's a preg burger right there. Okay, can we talk about the fact that I like completely forgot Devin was pregnant throughout this entire episode? <laughs> I literally did. I was just like, how many times do you think her and June have been banging like since they got there? <sighs> now that Drusilla isn't there, probably like I don't more. Know. Do you think Hope. that they like feel even a little weird that Korean parents are all in the house with them? Jihoon doesn't care. No, he definitely doesn't. Yeah. I, we what just, did you we think, have more to cover. What did you think about her look without makeup on? I thought she looked better. I don't know if she looks better, but she, she definitely, I mean, she's so young. I mean, how could she look bad? You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. She's 22, which is insane. She's, that is so crazy. I forgot, like, I forget I forgot about she that. was pregnant. I forgot she's 22. She, she looks so much She looks older, older with makeup. Right. It's crazy that she's 22. I mean, this now they can get married. Super, this it's was just, super sweet. It was you know, sweet, but it was too easy. They, they built, needed to build it up they, a little bit more. They do this all the time, though. They always show in the previews where like, do I have your blessing? And then even with fucking pole, like fingering his hand, Ew. they showed that a thousand times in the previews in before the 90 days. And then they show Karini's father looking completely horrified. But in the real scene, he's like, well, you know, treat her right. And okay. That happens almost every time. I think that the reason they built this up so much is because now we're going to Korea, kids. I hope And so. that's what we really want to see. I mean, yeah. we are like, what, 10 episodes in already? This is episode eight. Eight already? We've been doing this? We've been talking about the show for eight weeks? Eight episodes. Shit. That's how fast it goes by. It's gone so fast. Yeah. You know why? Because this is the cast that we freaking deserve. I agree. I love these people. Even the ones that I don't like, I love watching them on TV. I agree. There's no one that I have. Well, let me hold on. Let me check my notes here. There's no one, even like somebody. There's like, no one that I have visceral hatred for. No, not at all. Like there's people that I'm like judging their choices. Which, by the way, that's the entire point of watching reality television yeah. is to judge people. So yes, like of course we're judging people. That's the whole point. But like. You know, Laura, Laura's gotten a lot of hate on social media for leaving her son, which I disagree with, but we'll talk about it in an extended. And like, you know, Devin is a little nuts and she has, um, you know, the Drusilla and parenting issues. But, but she's even 22. Like, yeah, she's and 22. Her and her mom and her mom's is a nuts. fucking nut job. So I don't, but she didn't have much of a chance. Even somebody like Tiffany, who I expected to be a complete shit show, I like totally empathize with. And like, that's what you want. You want to be rooting for somebody. You want to be empathetic or she's, have the ability yeah. to be empathetic with these people. With Tiffany, it's like, you're making horrible choices. You're making really a really bad choice but for your son. But there's legit love between them. Yeah, first of all, yes, there is legit love. I, I kind of, I don't know. If it, Tiffany is beautiful. She is so pretty. And the thing that's crazy is we know for a fact that TLC does not fucking do anything no, for these no people. No hair, no makeup. No hair, nothing, no makeup. Nothing. Nothing. And the like the way that she looked at this dinner, like she looked like she had pro makeup on. It was crazy. Yeah. But anyway, she's. I, I just hate what she's doing to Ronald's recovery, but 
I still kind of like her because she's she's very intelligent. The way that she speaks, she's trying to make this relationship work, even though it's a terrible idea. And Daniel is objectively like the cutest child ever and the sweetest kid. She definitely had something to do with that. So she's not a complete loser. Do you know why this episode was the best and the worst? Because there was no poll, but there was no Daniel. Yeah, I know. I missed him. I want to see him with his little shark. I love that he loves sharks. I just <laughs> well, think he's in the so right cute. country. He's in the right country for sharks. Okay, so we have to do a quick would you rather to wrap this shit up. Okay. I'm going to pause it because I don't have one. Okay, Kyle, I'm going to let you go first. All right. Would you rather go forehead to forehead with Debbie for 25 Ooh, minutes. Like put my forehead on her forehead. And you forehead. have to like grab her face and wipe Ooh. the tears away. Ooh. And say consoling sweet nothings to her. Ugh. I would need a script. Or for an entire year in every business meeting that you attend, <laughs> you have to do Corey's black magic trick as like an icebreaker. <laughs> 25 minutes or a lifetime of professional embarrassment. I would endure 25 minutes of Debbie. Okay. You're a career-driven woman, you know? I am. Yeah. Now I have to think of one. Please pause. Okay, I'm going to steal one from our Patreon Facebook group because I am not as good at this as you. Would you rather... Even my dog is sighing. Would you rather pair program with Colt for an entire eight-hour work day? Do you guys know what pair programming is? Probably Explain not. Explain it. It just means you're writing code, but you have to sit next to someone who like critiques everything you do. And basically you just have to put your heads together all day and sit next to each other. And it's like very intense, like co-working. Mm-hmm. Or take pictures of pal until she approved ones to be Instagram worthy. <laughs> really? That's from Liz Abbott. Thank you, Liz. Um, man, uh, I mean, I have to go with Pow, even though I hate her passionately. I just feel like Colt smells like cheese. And I don't want that in my vicinity at all. Every time that he adjusts his glasses, Ew, I'm gonna want I'm gonna no. wanna scream at him. Mm-mm. And can you imagine like he probably like talks dirty to the code that he's writing? Gross. You know he what probably I'm puts like Easter eggs in there that are like really oh, yeah. inappropriate. And I'm going to get a look at his phone at some point, I'm sure. And oh, his search history is definitely going to be on his work computer and it's going to be all horrifying porn. So here's my my I have a plan with Pal. We're we're going to we're going to go to the beach because that's her like spirit zone. That's true. I'm going to just take a an old iPhone, like a real <laughs> bad one. And then just put 16 filters on it. I'm going to be out of there in 10 minutes. That's true. Good plan. Okay, I have one more. Would you rather help Nicole buy her plane ticket to Morocco? You have to sit there with her and like click through everything. She's not allowed to touch a computer. You have to book it for her. Or babysit Drusilla for 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 five hours. Five? Yeah. Bird box is always an option, but only in extreme cases. Yeah, I don't think this is extreme enough to wish that the the plot of the bird box movie happens. <laughs> um, it, it's close, though. Oh, God. 
you know, I'm past the point in my life where I'm cha- I've ch- I haven't changed a diaper in about six months. I have to go with Nicole, even though it's going to be fucking torture. I just I just don't need that in my life anymore. Mm-hmm. I hear you. It is not my responsibility. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> All right, go to, thank you so much to our sponsors, Modern Fertility. Go to modernfertility.com slash cray to get $20 off your at-home fertility test. Thank you to BetterHelp. Go to betterhelp.com slash cray and use code cray to get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp. We have so much more to talk about in our extended yes, so edition much more. on Patreon. We're going to talk about Laura's arrival in Doha. We're going to talk about Jenny and Sumit. Lots to talk about there. Tiffany. Oh, we have so much evidence. I did some Reddit deep diving on the visa stuff for Jenny and Sumit. Nickel, Pow, Ashley. I mean, we're going to Chantel. We're going to be our all fucking night. I know. Damn. Patreon.com slash reality cray cray if you want ad free and extended episodes. Just went over a thousand patrons. Thank you again to everyone. It's completely bizarre world and crazy, but we, we love all of you guys. We love doing this podcast. And as always, we're ha- we love the other way. We're so excited to talk about it all the time. And we're so excited to talk about before the 90. HEA tell all looks pretty spicy. I'm pumped for it. I'm here for it. We'll talk about it next week. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks. Bye.